Welcome to Excess and Defect 2020, a uh, Lenten series on the vices, the seven deadly sins or the seven capital sins. I'm Deacon Will Rooney, and today I'm joined by uh, two of our seminarians from Austin. Vlad Spears coming back again. Awesome. Matthew Jewell, fresh out of the box. Fresh out of the box. Awesome. And uh, today uh, we are talking about, Vlad had a really clever name for, uh, for this this uh, thing which escapes me right now. Okay, well, now, so in all fairness, it wasn't just me. I had a creative committee that I put together. Um, my my year in, in parish ministry told me that you always need a committee. So the creative committee <laughs> came up with the name Vice Grips. Vice Grips, Vice Grips. And uh, so you may have seen on the title already uh, that today we're talking about envy. So I don't know about y'all, but uh, I find myself, after uh, kind of reading about the vice of envy this week a little bit, um, I find myself catching myself in this comparison thing a lot. I compare myself to other people in a lot of different ways. So um, I think that this is something uh, that leads us towards envy a lot. Um, I don't know. Like, can you give me an example? Can I give you an example? Um, when I'm playing basketball and I can't make a shot and everyone else is draining the shots around me, it's very frustrating, and I compare myself a lot. Or uh, even even things like um, like grades, right? I've been in school for a long time, and I really don't care about my grades, but I kind of do still, right? Like there's still that that sense uh, of pride. Yeah, there's there's pride rearing its ugly head, right? But in specific, sometimes I think it's like jealousy or envy or something like that coming out. Well, and, and it, it, it um, taps into that, that place in our hearts where we think, I should be better than, than what I am. Like, I, like, I'm not, like, because someone is doing something better than you, it's like a very painful like, reminder, very tangible reminder, like, or, or at least it's a voice. I don't know if it's a reminder, but it's at least a voice telling you, see, you're not good at this, or you should be better, and they're outperforming you because you're not yeah. up to the level you should be. Like, in some cases, it's just you're not better because it's, and I think, I don't know if the, the book talked about it, but it was like, like, God's, or it was Mozart, that's right. So Mozart's just, like, the best, and the other guy's not as good as he is. And there's nothing he can do to be better. So it's just like, this is how it is. Objectively, he's better than I am. Yeah, well, who was that other? I can't accept the fact. Salieri. Salieri, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's like, that's a hard, it's a, claim but he's just better yeah. and you're not <laughs> and you're not. not right god did not make me six five uh or uh you, you know endow me with amazing uh, height or basketball skill but uh so i guess my question is like we we compete a lot uh in in our our kind of um culture right I, like from a young age, we always compete uh, with other people, and and we make these uh, comparisons. And does that lead us into this vice of uh, of envy? Do you think that that makes us presu? Or I guess first of all, let's talk about what is envy. We keep kind of using this word. It might be good to go ahead and define envy and talk about envy 
in itself first, and then we'll go into mm. what causes it. Clear definition of terms. So, um, good luck. <laughs> what is what is envy? Envy is uh, sadness at another's good, right? And when we say good, there we're saying like their true good. So something that we should be joyful about because the good should cause us joy. Now, Matthew, you have a smile on your face right now. <laughs> It just sounds like you read that out of a textbook or something. <laughs> I got that from uh, St. Thomas Aquinas. You might have heard of him. Uh, He's a guy. He wrote some things. So sadness at the other's good. At another's good. That we should be joyful about. Right, but so, we're not. But we're yeah. not. Because it's not ours. Because it's not ours, right? Yeah. So we're sad when we should be happy. And that's the... Oh, that's the disorder. That's the disorder, right? Mm-hmm. Because when, when we have the good in front of us, what should be our reaction? Joy, right? Joy is the passion of when you have the good in front of you. And, uh, and it, we should be grateful for that gift and that kind of thing. Um, whether, whether it's you possessing it or you observing someone else possessing the good. In, in both cases, they should elicit joy. Right, yeah. At least it should, it should uh, not elicit sadness, mm. right? Because so Thomas lines out a few different distinctions here because he says we can be we can be sad um, at another's good in ways that are not exactly envious but it's not like it's because of a different reasoning so um, for example when we grieve for another's good um, because that good might cause us harm right uh, to, to us right that's not envy right so if they if someone's really strong and, uh, or if someone has got like, I don't know. A million guns. A million guns, right? Yeah, like, I don't well, know. That's a great example. Well, yo, he could be a really avid hunter. That's true, he could be. Uh, but if, if we think that he's going to use that good in a bad way, right? So, I mean, all of those things are good in, the, in themselves. But if the, he's going to use it in a bad way, it's not wrong to be sad um, because of the fear that we have, right? Because fear can lead us into that kind of sense of, of sadness, right? So, like, sorry, just to clarify. So when we're talking about, like, sadness, yeah, we're not really talking about, like, like oh, I'm sad because, like, my friend passed away or something. It, or are we? We're sort of talking about the same thing, but not exact. Like, it's, I think we're, like, it's the same quality of thing because it's a passion, right? So the, the passions are joy and sadness. They're opposed, right? And then sure. fear and hope, and then anger is over okay. here by itself. And then we have, um, I'm forgetting, there's two more, but I can't remember what they are right now. So that's okay. <laughs> um, I'm just, it'll come to me. But sadness is one of them. Okay. Right, so uh, joy is what you have when you, oh yeah, I remember it, love and hatred. Oh, right. So, okay, yeah. Right, so... Yeah. Uh, you're, you love sense. the good, you rejoice in the good, and you hope for the good. You, uh, hate, the, you hate evil, and I don't mean like moral hatred, right? But you, you hate what's evil. You, um, that means you kind of have this disgust towards what's evil. Excuse me. <laughs> Sorry. That means you have sort of this disgust. Towards evil. We need a cough. We need a cough button. Glad is glad is really allergic. I need a cough button. Pretty evil, apparently. Evil. So, uh, you, and then you fear <laughs> that evil will happen to you, and 
or that, that evil will come about. And then, what's the other one? Oh, you're sorrowful when evil happens. So in every vice, right, we, there's this disorder that happens in our, and it happens in our intellect, it happens in our will, and it happens in our passions. Passions is just a fancy word for emotions. And so uh, our, our emotions don't do what they're supposed to do, basically. Our passions, we're not, a, instead of being uh, happy about the fact that, um, I don't know, that, that, uh, that you're really good at, I don't know, underwater basket weaving. I'm mad. I'm it's sad. It's a cause for great joy. Right? I don't know. There's a great disorder there, yes. <laughs> right? Yeah. Or, yeah, exactly. But, but in short, the, you know, the, yeah. the, the, the rightly ordered passions elicit joy when those things that should elicit joy or sadness at those Good. things which yeah. should elicit sadness. Like they're, exactly. they're, they're rightly trained and ordered. Exactly. To bring about the right emotion at the right which, event. Which is, a, I think, a different, a different definition from what people are used to hearing when they hear envy, which is like, I wish that I had what he had or something. Right? This like there's not really sadness is kind of a new thing. Yeah, it gets kind of confused with like jealousy. jealousy. Right. Like that's, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so what's the what's the difference there? Yeah, so jealousy between jealousy and, and envy? Yeah. So jealousy is I wish that I had uh, I wish that I had the thing that the other person had, right? But I'm not sad because the other one has it. I, I just, I, I want it. And so you could even, that, that's like the kind of a stricter definition of, of jealousy. We, we do conflate or like put these two things together yeah, all the time, yeah. right? Basically the same way. But envy has this characteristic of, it's not just I want something like it, but I want that, like I want that exact skill or I want that exact talent. Mm -hmm. And I'm sad that the other person has it, and if I don't, if I can't get it, I want to destroy the other person, that good that the other person has, right? Yeah. So if I can't have a BMW, I'm going to destroy your BMW because you should be just as miserable as I am. Or in the case of uh, an example that we were reading about in this book that we've been reading together, um, if I can't have the musical talent of, of Mozart, I'm going to take his musical talent away. And since I can't take his musical talent away, I'm going to help kill him. Right? So you see how that kind of kind of parses out there? Yeah, I do, but that seems... Like, I mean, I'd probably agree with you, but it seems to move further from our, our first definition, right? Because if you're just envious, you're just sad at another's good. So why, where, is, where does, like me wanting to like denigrate that other person or to ruin the reputation like why does that like why well, can't you just if, be sad and not well if they're try to ruin them if 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 they're if they're possessing some good is the cause of your sadness then it's natural to want to do something to alleviate alleviate the sadness that you're experiencing and I, and, and comparing that to jealousy jealousy is just it's just stirring up the passion of, ooh, I also want that. You know, it's like you, I mean, yeah. the, the, I think why they get conflated so often is they do go hand in hand quite frequently. Mm -hmm. Maybe the first thing we experience is jealousy. We see something, we like it, we want, we desire it, and we want it, and maybe we can try to get it, and then when we don't get it, or we make the determination, 
oh, actually, I don't have the skill or the means or, or whatever. I don't think I can come into the possession of the thing of life. Then maybe envy moves in after the fact because you realize the thing that they have, you cannot obtain. And that is bringing you sadness. Yeah, exactly. It's, so there's this, there's this lie that undergirds envy, which is I am not able, I can't do this. Like there's, there's something there. And, it, or, and that makes me unworthy of, uh, of, of love or, you know, whatever. So uh, what's interesting also about what you guys were saying is um, you can actually, right, you could see another person's good and want that good uh, and in, in some way be sad that you don't have that good without it being, listen, listen, right? Just trust me on this. Without it being envy, if it's some, if you don't want to, um, right? Because he has it and we don't, and I don't have it, right? But it's something that I ought to have, right? So, so like, for example, if you're really holy or if you have great intelligence or, or if you have like a skill and it's a virtuous good, it's not wrong for me to say, I, I want what you have. Like, I want to develop. That's what we're doing in this entire kind of podcast thing, right, is we're saying, well, look at the saints. They have all these virtues. Or Christ himself, he has these virtues. I want to imitate those virtues. I want to have the good that that person has. But yeah. the thing is, it doesn't, it's not taking away the, it, it, like, it's not seeing that thing it's in the other person as an evil. It's seeing it as what it truly is, good. a good, right? A good that, that is to be shared, to be rejoiced in. Um, now, you could also do that, and it could be, it could be sinful, right? It, like, there, it gets got to distinguish, but because um, if it's like a temporal good, like something property or whatever, sure, yeah. like you, you can't really share that in that good in the same way as you can in a virtue. Um, you could also, yeah, so. Does that ring true to you, Matthew? Well, I don't know anything, so. That's definitely not true. <laughs> That's don't, false humility don't right there. It. Yeah, call it out. <laughs> there it is. Well. That's vainglory. That's, yeah, that's a different episode. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, my vice is coming on the wrong one. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta switch my vice. Well, I mean, I, I think I see what you're saying, right, in terms of, okay, I'm sad. Or, I'm sad. Well, I don't know, because, I mean, we talked about the definition of envy. If I'm sad, another's good, mm-hmm. right? Um, but you also say, like, Aquinas thought that you could be sad and, and it wouldn't be envy, correct? Yeah, so, so it's like a, a wrong sadness at another's good, basically. So, but there can be a so, right so, so like let, like let's use like maybe a historical example to like illustrate the point, and we'll and I'll make it like super obvious. So, um, you know, 1940, Nazi Germany like rolls in, Blitzkrieg takes over France in in like record time, right? So, in a sense, that it, that was a good for the Third Reich, right? That was like oh, okay. a good, like they occupied. The French territory, they won the campaign that they embarked upon, uh, and they were the victors. So that was a good. But you look at, like, the Allied forces, 
you know, just across the English Channel at, at Great Britain, and they experienced great sadness at the good that Hitler and the Third Reich uh. had obtained. But they, but it was not envy because they had real reason to believe that they would suffer harm at the hands of Hitler because of the good that he had now, you know, obtained. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. So I that's mean, that first type. I mean, I'm kind of hesitant to call that a good, but like I see what you're saying, so like, I'll accept it yeah. for now. So yeah, that, that's uh, that's that's definitely yeah a way to think about it. Uh, so maybe maybe it'd be helpful if I told you the specific way that Thomas says that what is envy every time, mm, right? Okay. He says yes. uh, we grieve over man's good, mm. insofar as his good surpasses ours. This is envy, properly speaking, and it's always sinful because to do so is to grieve over what should make us rejoice, namely over our neighbor's good. Right? If, if you truly have something good, mm-hmm. I shouldn't be sad that you have something good. I can want to have the same good without being sad. Right? It's not, it's not like there's this, and that's the thing, right? In all cases. In every case, In it, cases. It, it's, it's wrong for me to say, oh, man. I'm I'm sad that you have this, and I and I don't have this, right? Like, and and your good surpasses my good. Like that, there's there's something. It shouldn't make me sad that you're you're good, right? I can be sad that I don't have something that you you have, but I, I shouldn't be sad at your good. Do you see the the, the distinction between those two things? Does that? Well, I think like the object of the sadness too, because like let's say let's say like you and someone else are applying for a scholarship, mm-hmm. and um, like it's you and me. Yeah. And Uh-oh. I'm gonna win. And I have a three point three point eight uh, GPA, and Deacon Will's got a three point seven, and so I get the scholarship. Okay. You know, he might be sad, but it's not because he's not sad the fact that I have the scholarship, but yeah. maybe more that he does not. I don't have. You know, so it's the sadness is not the object of the sadness is not my possession, but his lack of possession. I see, right. I see. So I mean, this is interesting because it, so envy involves uh, this comparison thing. Uh, that's why I kind of started off there. It's it's always about with comparing your neighbor, with, your neighbor. with your neighbor, right? Instead of saying, um, you know, I I am who I am, and, and like, you know, I can I can be grateful for the gifts that. that um, that God has given this other person as well as the gifts that God has given me, uh, even though those are different gifts or, you know, or whatever, um, I say, well, no, I can't, like, I, I got to have, I got to have that thing that you have, you know, or whatever that is. Um, so, okay, so we, we talked about in the first episode how every vice is uh, rooted in, this vice of pride. So how is how are these related? How is envy related to pride? So you said that all vices are rooted in pride. The last episode. Every every one of the seven deadly sins or the seven capital vices. Yeah, pride's like the underlier. Okay. In all of those. I mean, you could. I think you could say that, like, since pride was the original sin, every sin has some element. Of How did y'all demonstrate that? Sorry, I mean, I don't want to redo the episode here, but... 
Oh, we didn't. We just asserted it. Oh. No, dem no demonstration. Simple assertion. <laughs> this is why I invited Matthew Jewel to be a part yes. of this. Yeah. Just a simple no. assertion. No, it's, it's a simple assertion. It's so, I, right, so what is pride? Pride is, uh, pride is like desiring one's excellence in a way that you, you shouldn't. Right? You want to be God, and you're not God. Yeah. Well, and I think, okay, so, so let's... To, sounds, like, sounds like jealousy or envy to me. To, de <laughs> to defer satisfaction, maybe somewhat, Matthew, I, I mean, I think, I think maybe the demonstration is, in fact, that, that's part of the project of all of these episodes, is to, to demonstrate how pride is an underlier in each one of these different things. And so when I think mm -hmm. of envy and how is pride an underlier to the sin of envy, um, I think... It comes from a it comes from a place of um, this internal this internal um, voice that says I deserve more than that person to have what they have. It's my I I'm better in some capacity. I am better than that person in a certain way, such that it's my right that I have it and not them, and I don't have it, and that's causing me sadness. And I think that's where the pride begins to rear its head when you make that when you make that decision or when you you know have that sense that you're better on some level yeah. than them. Yeah, that you're better and that you get to decide who like that that this person should have greater gifts or or that I should have greater gifts or but that person definitely shouldn't, right? Like it's this playing God kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um that's the way the author of Glittering Vices talks about it. Um like the envious expend all their efforts usurping God's role, creating, founding their self-worth on their own claims of excellence, creating their own superior status by engineering the downfall of their competitors and deciding for themselves who is and who is not worthy of greater gifts. And then she kind of, she basically says, like all forms of pride, however, playing God is all the envious can do. The strategies are all a big charade. The envious can't give themselves talent or success. They can't make themselves excellent or give themselves worth, uh, nor can they make others less than who they are. So mm -hmm. it's it's this like futile trying to be excellent in comparison to another person. Because it, and it, what it reveals in our hearts, and I mean, this is this is the vice that I have have found in myself at one point or another. Is a uh, Matthew's laughing at me because he, we're pretty good friends, so he knows this. Uh, but like, is it reveals that we believe this lie that our worth comes from these exterior things, right? These things that we do, yeah. or that my worth is only I'm only worth something if I'm better than this other person at this thing. Um, and you can, like, it's, when you say it like that, it's like, oh, that hits, it hits me in the heart, at least, when, when that paragraph um, that I just read was like, it was convicting. Like, how do I, how do, I do this in my life? Um, just to kind of think about what are some kind of uh, characteristics or, or signs of the vice of envy in, in uh, or how does it kind of manifest itself? Usually envy is, is hidden, right? The acts that come from envy are hidden. So um, I'm not like going to open warfare with a person. I'm like trying to do 
stealth thing, passive aggressiveness, or maybe like detraction, which is talking about someone behind their back, um, even if it's true, right? Right, talking about someone behind their back to make myself look better. Yeah. Um, yeah. Calumny would be if it's false, right? That's correct. Calumny. Yeah. Um, and why? Why is that? That's a good well, scrabble word. Yeah, exactly. It really is a good scrabble. My mom is so happy right now that you said. That. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so it's hidden because you feel powerless, right? I can't beat this guy on the in the, in, you know. I mean. Right. So I have to do. I have to. Get around some, some yeah. like way in the back door, and then get them. Uh, yeah, try to sneak in. You know, sneak attack almost. Yeah, it's like a sneak attack, right? And then it gets progressively worse. So you go from that sneak attack, and you get worse. Like you do worse and worse things, yeah. to the point that envy has been the cause of people killing each other, right? Like, you know, I mean, it's it because you. So hate the good that is in the other person that you want it destroyed. This is why um, this is why like Thomas and many of the church fathers talk about envy as the diabolical vice or the diabolical sin. Oh yeah. Because mm. it's through envy that the devil brought death into the world. There we go. Right. Because they because them too. Right. Because what the, the 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 devil can't like the devil has basically said I'm. You know, he wants to be God, yeah. and and well, he's not. Yeah. Well, that one, I mean, I don't remember reading it. It was like a footnote of when when Adam and Eve are in the, in the garden, it was through their participation in God's image. Uh, this, is, this is speculation. I think it's... But that they had something, in, either in relationship to God or who they were, that he didn't have. And so he had to figure out a way to, like, usurp. Mm-hmm. To twist, right? Because he can't make anything that's actually good. Right. He didn't take away our our image. No. I mean, we're still made in the image of God. Exactly. Because um, so it just wants the other person to be miserable, right? Because we believe that we're miserable, that we're poor, that we have nothing, that all of those things, right? Rather than recognizing the good that we possess by being made in the image and likeness of God, and the gifts that God is giving us. In every moment, we say, "No, I don't want those gifts. I want those ones." Well, I think that's a perfect. You know, the, the thing that I was just kind of, kind of running through my mind right now is, all right. So, well, we talked a lot about what is envy, and so, like, what? So the next question is now, how do we combat it? You know, like, what would be, what would be its um, correlative, you know, uh, virtue that we should fight? Envy with. Good. Yeah. Uh, that's a, a great question. Yes, um, Deacon, please enlighten us. <laughs> what do you think, Matthew? <laughs> this guy is snarky. Yes. This guy is snarky. What do you think, Matthew? I mean, my first thought would be I know there's like a right answer, but I don't know like the right answer. No, no, no. <laughs> Just go for it. I mean, go for it. You're, you're a virtuous man. Uh, I mean, humility is always a Yeah, humility is, uh, humility is is a is a good virtue, right? That's always a good go to, absolutely, because pride's the the root of all, uh, of of all of these vices. So humility is oh, oh, important. But gratitude, so gratitude, right? Mm. 
gratitude. Generosity or uh, yeah, so gratitude, generosity. Um, Thomas talks about it more like in the vein of charity, right? Like that you love, you love, you will the good of the other. Um, but but I think gratitude is a particular way that we can express that, and that's that is one way that um, I, I was I was watching this video a long time ago by Bishop Robert Barron, and he talks about gratitude or admiration as being the contrary virtue to envy. Mm. So instead of saying, mm. I, I hate the thing that's in your, that's, that's your talent, right? I, no, I appreciate it. I love it. And it's not, right, it's not like it threatens me that you're good. Yeah, that's right. And, and this is the thing about vices, right? We might not even feel that way when we have the vice of envy, but we can will, we can choose to admire and say, thank you, God, for that other person's uh, goodness, goodness right? or for the fact that they're really good at this, even though I'm not, and it makes me mad. <laughs> well, you talked about, it. I think, the, uh, the other way that gratitude really helps to play into this, as you, you mentioned, like, um, not, not being insecure that somebody else is good in a way that you're not like there's a certain like security and i think i think the gratitude comes in there as well as thank you god for 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 the gifts that you have given me you know uh for for the ways that you have um give me the you know this talent or ability or this position or you know any number of things um like recognizing that uh yeah you have gifts that others don't and um and others have gifts that you don't and yeah. and to 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 be secure in that. I, I think it goes even deeper than that, lad, because I, I mean, I'll share an experience, right? When yeah. I first got into, into seminary, um, I, I'm a good student, right? That, that's, that's one of my gifts for sure. And I, but I recognized in seminary, my first semester in seminary, oh man, these people are smart. Like the, my, the oh. kind of cohort that I was hanging out with, yeah. they were smart, they were very intelligent, they, some of them didn't have to work as hard as I did to get the same grades as I did. And I was like, man, I, I, I mean, it, it didn't like, it wasn't, it wasn't Anakin Skywalker on the slopes of whatever planet that was. But there was a certain amount of like, oh, this is getting at me, right? But what I recognized, though, and it took me a long time, is they're good is a gift to me because they like they can teach me things mm -hmm. they can help me mm -hmm. they can god is loving me through them even though this is something that i find value in right and and what what it really revealed to me ultimately is i place too much of my identity in being the best at academics and not enough in being a beloved son and so there's this whole kind of um, thing of, of that dynamic of even when it is something that like like there could be a person that's better than me in every way possible but it doesn't mean that God is not calling me to be excellent that he's not calling me to be who I am like as his a particular instance of his image and likeness in the world and uh, and so you say he's not calling you to that, be it doesn't mean that he's not. Sorry. Okay. Let's, okay. let's put it in the okay, positive good. way. Okay. It, it, God is always calling us to be our like the the most authentic version of ourself 
right? Yeah. Uh, you wanted to quote Matthew Kelly right I did. here. You wanted I did. to quote Matthew Kelly. I thought right about there. it. I thought of it. The Wait, best version. The best version of yourself. <laughs> I, he, I could see it. You wanted to do I it. I did. But and it's true though, because God has a particular plan, and I and I I'm I'm confident of this, right? From like First Corinthians, um, Paul talks about like the eye and the the foot, and if the eye said to the foot, right? Like I hate the fact that I'm not the foot. Mm. And, and like I won't be an eye, and so I'm not going to see anymore. Right? That's absurd. That's absurd yeah. And the thing is, we we get we get we get like confused that it. we're all I'm supposed like, to be foot. Like, man, I wish I was a toe, bro. I know, right? <laughs> I, I want to be an eye. I want to be an ear, because I want to, you know. And and well, maybe that's not what God's calling you to be. Yeah. You know, and something else that that just kind of popped into my mind as you as you're saying that. <laughs> wow, Matthew. You want to be an armpit? <laughs> um, God, no, God wants you. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Doesn't matter what I want. God wants. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just follow His will. Um, no, the, the thing that popped into my mind was um, now. Granted, you know, it's it's not like this is like carte blanche to be envious of someone who's not a Christian um, believer. That's not what we're, that's not what I'm trying to say now. But um, I think it also does help us to like bear in mind. Uh, with other Christians that we are all in this body of Christ and yet and, and so much so much more the reason to to rejoice another's good because like, if you see again they're they might be they might be uh, the eye or the ear or the armpit yeah. they might be the armpit and 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 their good that you don't possess is in fact a good for the body of Christ, yeah. of which you're a member. Preach. And so in a, in, a, in a way, it is part of your good, actually. It is. No, this is the thing. Like, we bear one another's burdens and we share in each other's joys. We're happy there, too. Yes. Being that armpit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm the hair on the armpit <laughs> of the body of Christ. Can we just stop with the armpit? Hey, can we <laughs> yeah. stop with that, please? Um, it's got a bit. It, it, it's got a furry image. Yeah, gosh. It is getting... So... Uh, <laughs> The, the the author de young uh, of this book right she father says craig. Oh. father craig de young shout out sam marcus shout out to uh, the commandment that jesus gives us right as the as the the second greatest commandment right the first is love your neighbor as yourself i'm sorry the first is love, <laughs> love the lord your god with all your heart Shoot. <laughs> dang it <laughs> it's because i'm thinking of the second because that's part of the point Okay. The sorry. thing is, uh, the commandment is to love your neighbor as yourself. But you can't if you're if you're envious, you can't do either. Mm. Right. Because you don't love yourself. Yeah. And that's yeah. why you're envious. Yeah. That's. I mean, so so there's a certain amount of recognizing God's goodness as image and likeness that you are that before you can even uh, overcome this. So I think uh, a good practical questions to ask ourselves when we kind of feel that passion of or that that sorrow at another's good um like lord what gift are you trying to give me through this person oh, I was thinking of another question go for it another question. go for it do i love myself do i, I love that's myself where you're gonna go, but yeah, yeah i mean yeah and ultimately like that's hard oh it's it's very hard um <laughs> yeah right and there's, there's an, yeah, we could get into this whole thing of like, you should love God, yourself, or your soul, your your neighbor, and then your body. Like, there's an order of love that we should have. And that could be a whole other episode of this kind of thing. But it's, 
it, it really is true that you you got to recognize the gift that It's like, that's, that's Spongebob. Squeaky, squeaky shoes. <laughs> squeaky <laughs> shoes just walked squeaky. by. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta recognize that, that you're loved by God. You'll cut that out, right? Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> we'll see. It sounds amazing. We'll keep it. But you, know, you gotta recognize that God loves you. And that is where your goodness comes from. Which is, we go back to that pride thing. It is. Very good. Well, so that's uh, that's about all the time we have for right now. Uh, oh, I got more time. <laughs> well, we're good. We're going to record another another one. That's all the time for this episode. All right, let's leave you with a little uh, Bible quote here. This is from uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, 27 through 31. Now you are Christ's body and individually parts of it. Some people God has designated in the church to be first apostles second prophets, third teachers, then mighty deeds, then gifts of healing, assistance, administration, and varieties of tongues. Are all apostles? Are all prophets? Are all teachers? Do all work mighty deeds? Do all have gifts of healing? Do all speak in tongues? Do all interpret? Strive eagerly for the greatest spiritual gifts, but I shall show you a still more excellent way. So live that excellent way, which is charity, which is love of neighbor, and uh, go be virtuous.